0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your generous support at patreon.com slash says who we are able to make all of this happen on a week like this where there is news every second. Your support helps us to find the time to do what we're going to do this week, which is give you two episodes of Says Who. So thank you. Patreon.com slash says who.
1: Thanks a lot for your support. I love you. Wow. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. That was fancy. You heard me. Hi, I'm Maureen Johnson, one of the authors of Let It Snow. It's on Netflix now. Watch it. Just watch it. It's free, basically. Just watch it. I don't know. Also, books. Truly devious. The truly devious series, Vanishing Stare, books. Get them,
0: read them. Yeah, that's pretty good. Boom. Uh, That's great. And I am Dan. I am the author and creator of impeachment.fyi. There is a lot of news happening all the time, constantly, and uh, it is hard to keep track of. So I am doing that for you. You can get it sent straight to your inbox every evening by subscribing at impeachment.fyi. It's like 3 minutes of reading instead of spending your entire day refreshing Twitter.
1: Will you please state your full name for the record?
0: My uh my name is Daniel Frederick Sinker.
1: Daniel Frederick Sinker. And can you tell us what your uh profession is?
0: That's um that's complicated.
1: You are the creator of impeachment.fyi is that correct
0: that is correct
1: can you please tell the committee what impeachment.fyi is
0: um it is a a little summary of the news of the day uh of, of the of the uh, how is this how is this what relevant? is your
1: connection to ukraine
0: um i I used to live in the neighborhood next to the Ukrainian village in Chicago. I used to so you, go to a bakery. There was a Ukrainian bakery.
1: So you have interest in Ukraine.
0: I I definitely have an interest in Ukrainian bakery. Do you
1: know Hunter Biden?
0: I I don't. I honestly um, I thought that uh, I thought that Hunter Biden was a made up name for the first like week or two that I heard it.
1: And you are a
0: journalist? Yeah, I guess so.
1: And who am I?
0: Y- y- um, you are yeah. a... You're a congress... Per- is this a no, trick Dan. question? Dan, I'm Maureen. Oh, Maureen! Yeah. God, I just, I really, I was right in that hearing for a mm. second. huh? Dan? Yeah. Is this week going to be confusing. Ah, uh, yes.
1: Is it going to be sort of the equivalent of Gonzo being shot out of the cannon in the Muppet <laughs> show? It's
0: definitely going to involve landing in a big pile of chickens. Welcome to "Says Who," the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson, and I am Dan Sinker. And oh boy, oh boy, Maureen, we're we're here. I What's basically happening? woke up into a panic attack this morning. Cool. is that? I got too ma- I got too much. I got too much, Maureen. It is. There is a lot going on right now.
1: So there uh, is sir- a lot
0: going on.
1: You uh you run a little something called impeachment.fyi.
0: I do, and it turns out that's a lot. But uh but yeah, we've got you you, says Whovian, are hearing this episode either right before, during, or right after the first open impeachment hearings to happen since the nineties. Only the third time in modern history that we've had impeachment hearings in the house of representatives define modern there's a lot going on define modern 20th century 21st century i think that uh someone or other was was impeached in the like 1800s there you go there you go look at you history buff maureen johnson ladies and gentlemen
1: well i think this is only the third impeachment
0: in total right uh, no, because there were well, hearings for there were he- Nixon,
1: but he if, was, if not. the
0: house votes, if the house votes to impeach Donald Trump, which is highly likely it will be the third time a president was impeached in all time because Nixon resigned before that vote, but the and hearings Clinton, were underway. Clinton, Clinton was, was impe- impeached. Yeah. But the Democrats controlled the Senate and did not did not convict. Impeach is a weird word if you say it a lot. Jesus Christ, Maureen. I it it is fucking bananas. I write impeachment multiple times a day and it becomes more and more weird looking with each given day. The word peach is in the middle of it. And I think every time that I must have spelled it wrong. Mm.
1: Like, why is this tasty fruit in the middle of this legal proceeding?
0: Yeah, exactly. And also, like, there's the M versus in thing mm-hmm. that throws me off. It just, it is one of those words. You know when you repeat a word enough, it suddenly mm-hmm. loses all meaning? Impeachment for also, me.
1: it's got mint As in a it.
0: word. Even yeah. You no, know, it's mint. It's, just,
1: it's got mint. Yeah. So yeah, peach and the mint. The whole just thing. Two flavors yeah. I really... Genuinely
0: love. Ooh. Whoa, whoa! Like no, a little, you can make a pretty nice little cocktail with like a peach and a mint thing. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's really tasty. Like a, also, like a peach black iced tea with peach and mint is delicious. Um, oh, yeah, people have been good. making pies. I've seen like
0: uh, oh, the pie the shop impeachment had impeachment pie? pie. Oh, that's so, there's so been smart.
1: Impeach so impeachment pie, impeachment drinks. And I think there was like an impeachment, maybe a sorbet that I passed a sign for.
0: Oh, I bet that sounds so good. all.
1: Yeah, oh, all the New York. Good. Yeah, like a co- so you can have a cocktail, a pie, some ice. cream. These are all really things that that's very much my flavor profile of things I really enjoy. So I'm
0: oh, I'm all man. for it. Yeah, you know, nice. if, if Chicago was not fucking cold as fuck right now, some sort of frozen like a frozen slushy cocktail thing with a peach mm-hmm. and a... Oh, it sounds good. Doesn't it that sound nice? Good. It is fucking insane outside right now, Maureen. I don't... What's going it on? It is November. Usually it's nice uh, in November. It is like eight degrees outside. We live oh. in on fucking Hoth. So <laughs> it's no good. It's no good. I don't mean to take away from this historic moment, though this is fucking historic, Maureen. Yeah, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It is... Sometimes it is hard to get... I I realized that when I was writing last night's uh, newsletter that it's easy to lose track of the historic significance of it all. In large part because the way our media circus runs now, people are constantly saying that it's fake and that it, and even if you know that it isn't that seeps in it, it takes away some of the significance of it i think but this is significant this is for real
1: yes this is the impeachment hearing week that i i don't know i feel like someone said there were going to be impeachment hearings in the fall and it was one of us i'm just trying to remember which one of uh,
0: us i don't i don't know i remember you me. saying that back it in was, like 2017 was, was that mm-hmm. you That was me. Is that you for this year? Yeah. You just renew it every year?
1: Look, Dan, it's happening, isn't it?
0: It is happening, Maureen. It is happening. And Says Whovians, we have an impeachment special for you in that you are going to get two episodes of Says Who this week. One today and one later in the day on Thursday. So, yeah, we'll record. What time are the hearings tomorrow? They start at 9 a.m. Uh, oh, Central, 10 a.m. Fun. Eastern. Fun. 10 a.m. Eastern, and it's a twofer. a twofer. I'm not entirely sure why, but they have two people testifying at the same time. You got William Taylor, who is the acting U.S. ambassador to the Ukraine. He actually has a very fancy name. Acting ambassador isn't a thing, Maureen. He has a very fancy name. He is the Chargé d'Affaires. Oh, yeah, that's, that's May the wish. term for an acting ambassador. Uh, so he is uh, he is testifying alongside George Kent, who is uh, a Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for European and Eurasian Affairs, and wears really good looking bow ties. Mm. He has a really good kind of a uh, professorial look to him, but yeah, they are even, both. Uh, I haven't even heard both... that guy's name. He, so he, um, his basic deal is that he has given a lot of insight into, um, what was going on at the State Department and kind of was one of the people that was like the fuck like Rudy Giuliani is fucking running a deal. Um I believe one of the quotes that uh came out of the testimony that got released was uh John Bolton joking to him that every time you mention Ukraine, Rudy Giuliani pops up. Like a like a real shitty Candyman. <laughs> Here's a question I have, Maureen. Okay. Is the Candyman a reference that only is relevant to people from Chicago that grew up at a certain age, or does everyone remember the horror movie The Candyman?
1: I know, I know that you're supposed to say Candyman or a couple, t- but I don't know what it is.
0: You gotta say Candyman five times in a mirror, and then he appears behind you. Often confused with Beetlejuice. where you just have to say his name three times.
1: Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Right. I thought it was three times. So, yeah. Duh.
0: So, yeah. um... Candyman is five times. But, he, but the movie takes place in uh, the Chicago Housing Projects. Uh, Cabrina Green, specifically. And uh, it's a super great film because it is a horror movie in, in a context and a location that you really never, ever see. And uh for me growing up in in uh, the shadows of chicago and uh you know the sort of notoriety notoriousness of the of the projects uh in the like eighties and nineties uh, I was very fascinated by that movie. This is a very long divergence, but I yes. will say yeah that uh Jordan Peel is making a sequel to The Candyman. And the best thing about it is the Cabrina Green projects have been torn down. They were torn down quite a while ago. And now it is like a super fancy upscale neighborhood, like a total yuppie, gentrified uh, townhomes and shopping, you know, shopping malls. There's like a Whole Foods right there and shit like that. I was about to say uh, there's a he, Whole Foods, but yeah. Yeah. he is uh, He is setting it in the same place. So now it is going to be sort of a... A, a a meta story of gentrification, which is Whoa. amazing to me. I am so fucking excited for that movie. Man, anyway, Jordan what were is, we talking about? He is, is he just the best director of the, of this age? Fucking shit. Maureen. I watched, I did not, because I have young children, I do not go to movie theaters a lot. If it does not involve uh, a Marvel or a star Wars. But um, so I just watched Us about a month mm. ago. That shit blew my mind.
1: Yeah, Get Out was the movie that I. you can never say something makes you understand prejudice because we haven't, you know, haven't lived it. But yeah. it it gives you that. It gave psycho I felt like I was like, this is the cycle. Psycho- this is the psychology he's. That he's you know he's managed to express the fear like why white people are scary and that fear and like it it does the thing that great art does it it, it showed you know it was like oh oh
0: yeah. Well, I- just the idea of using horror movie tropes to tell larger societal stories is yeah he does that really fucking well holy shit he does it well.
1: And how is he so good at both horror and comedy? Are they linked in the back?
0: I think horror they're totally comedy? linked. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, if you think about great horror movies, there is a level of absurdity to them, right? Like, there is an amplified mm. reality to them. Like, think about the Nightmare on Elm Street series or something like that. Um, that. That is yeah there's a, they are along a a continuum for sure horror and comedy are i would i would argue
1: yeah I don't know how he can so consistently nails and has such good i you know
0: he's good that dude is fucking good
1: you know twilight anyway that- and Peel and the Twilight Zone and his movies i mean like that's a that's i don't know yeah that guy is that guy is working on a wavelength that oh, he's good.
0: It's fun. It's fun what to see people about? really. What were we talking
1: about? Were oh, we talking we were about talking something about... more? But this is a big deal. We were deal talking that... about
0: impeachment, Maureen.
1: We have to talk. Like we are really, you know, I've been saying summer of seventy three. I've been shouting it for a while, but we're here now. We're actually, we're here in the we're here in the hearings week, and it's, you know, in in the past. You know, you really had to battle it out to get those, you know, those tapes out of Nixon. And we've really got a lot of the stuff already. So this week is going to be. Yeah. yeah. This week is going to be about telling people what to think about things they have are looking at.
0: Right. I mean, that's it. (laughs) There is something fitting to me that we finally have reached impeachment of Donald Trump. And it is like the meta of everything about Donald Trump from Jump, which is it is all right there in front of you. It's just right. whether you choose to acknowledge it or you choose to say that what is in front of you is not real.
1: Because, cycle, but- we're. I want a psychologist. What we need is a psychologist because you know now one of my just big
0: generally hobbies, I agree.
1: One of my big hobbies and interests is cults. I yeah. I I read about them constantly. Like I just have always been fascinated in how people get swept up in things that the second you kind of take a couple steps back, make very little sense. Right. And Uh, You know, again, I've said this before, we grew up in a real culty time. There were a lot of cults, cult breakers. And also, I was an outsider at a Catholic, at a very Catholic school, which meant that I didn't understand, like I was walking into a context I didn't understand. Yeah. And everybody kind of accepting something that I was less accepting of. I was like, I don't really understand the rule set here. And I don't think this makes sense to me, which is not a, you know, it's just a outsider coming, looking around going, but why? Like, why does this happen this way? Right. which is, I, I'm not comparing Catholicism and Trump. I'm just talking about insider-outsider. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different conversation, Oops. but it's just insider-outsider. But what gets people swept up, like organizes people, and then to the point where you start saying things like like the Manson girls saying, we, we're cutting holes in the back of our clothes because that's where our wings are going to come out of. Or the doomsday cults say multiple times that the world's going to end on specific dates, and when it doesn't, they double down. They double down and say, "Well, the prophecy was wrong." You know, and how you have to be—you have to really d- keep doubling down on your denial of reality. Of, yeah. of you need to be able to look at a thing and have your leader tell you the thing you are looking at—that square is a circle—and at first you're like, right. "It's a square." And then you slowly slide over until you're like, well, that's a circle. So this, this mentality, you know, it it is terrifying and fascinating to watch of like, of course it can happen here. It is happening here. So it will be fascinating to see people just straight up being shown and told something that happened and then just say, well, that's okay.
0: That's not right. what happened. I mean, it's it's that that famous quote like who are you going to believe me or your own, or your lying, own eyes? lying eyes yeah yeah it's i mean the the thing that is that has proven out so again i am following this closer than most so um this is heavily ingrained in my head but basically you know you had a call between donald trump and the president of Ukraine, uh, back in July. And in that call, he asked the president of Ukraine to do a favor. Implicit within that was in return for military aid, which at that time had been held. Um, and that favor was to look into Joe Biden, um, when word of that call and kind of word of the fact that there was a whistleblower that was interested in that call uh, or concerned about that call came out in late August or no, in late september. Mm. Um I was in I was in
1: Greece, Dan.
0: Yeah, my September memories. 24th was when Pelosi announced the impeachment proceeding. So it was sort of like I, in the two weeks leading to that. I watched um, this
1: with the Ionian Sea
0: gently uh, swaying
1: in the back. This is my anyway. I, it's ingrained in my memory. Those crazy days of the of the of that vote in parliament and the this like all of this Ukrainian stuff is all to the background of Albania and the Ionian Sea.
0: Man, at least that's good. You've got a You've got a Good mental connection there you can always go back into that sea when you feel stressed
1: kind of it that is actually happening a little bit was that this ukrainian stuff is so linked to me being at that place because i was running in and out of this room now i realize that's not everybody but also it felt very classical
0: (laughs) but so okay so so when the word came out about this. Trump had a very rambling press conference in which he said he would release the transcript of that call. And in fact, a couple of days later, they released what is actually a summary transcript. There, there It is not an exact word-for-word transcript. It is some sort of condensing. And in fact, that's a an open question is, is what was left out and what was not left out. But anyway, he claimed this would you know, exonerate him as a perfect call. And yet in that call, which we released an entire episode where we simply read it, you know, the Ukrainian president is asking for for military aid and Donald Trump is basically saying, yeah, okay, cool. Get, uh, let I need a favor from you. Like literally says, I need a favor. Since that time, the House has held closed door depositions. Uh, Many of them have been thwarted by the White House that that told all White House employees that they could not comply. But they have they have gotten uh, over a dozen. I think people definitely over a dozen folks that have testified, many from the State Department, some actually from the White House, some from the Department of Defense, et cetera. And over and over and over again, they have corroborated everything. We now have transcripts that have been released over the last like week and a half. And they are each one of these transcripts is hundreds of pages long. Um, there are thousands of pages of transcript out now. And every single person backs up the basic contours of all of this. We now know all about this held up aid. We know all about kind of the the interest in the Bidens. We know that Rudy Giuliani was just like fucking around in ukraine constantly like there is very little that is that is mystifying right now so it is a funny impeachment proceeding because we know the deal and yet we're told every day that it's not true yeah
1: it's it's like we're at a if we're, if, if we're reading the murder mystery or watching the murder mystery movie, you know, the person is standing there. They've got the gun smoking in their hand. There's the body on the floor. You can still smell the recent shot in the air. Everybody was out. Everybody else was out on a boat. Come back in. He's standing there. And he's like, well, yeah, I fired the gun. I fired this gun perfectly. I used it to... Uh, I mean, yeah, the bullet hit him. But... I mean, yeah, but it was like, that's just what you do or something. Like, I don't even know. It doesn't even make sense.
0: That doesn't make sense, what I just said, because none of this fucking makes sense. Dan, can I just have- I mean, it literally is like, his defense is simply to say, yeah, but if you just look at how I fired the gun, you'll see that I fired it perfectly.
1: I think we need to remember right now what this is that we do, and that is a coping strategy. And right now- People are going to watch this week an impeachment hearing and we are two weeks away from Thanksgiving, the most fraught holiday of the year. Let's not pretend (laughs) that Thanksgiving is a fun fest. Okay, maybe for some of you it is a fun fest and may God bless you and keep you. But for some of us, it is tense as fuck because we have Trump voters in our family and there is loving people and having connections and also just talking about what's right about what's right and what's real, yeah. and we're going to have to, we're going to have. How long are the impeachment hearings, Dan? I know there's two uh, this week. We don't
0: like there. We there, don't know? there are there is Wednesday this week where there are two folks, and then there's Friday where fired Ukrainian ambassador. Uh, Maria Yovanovich is testifying. We know that they are going to schedule more for next week. Uh, then we run into Thanksgiving week, where they are taking time off. I have read a couple of different things. One is they're really trying to wrap this up next week, and the other is there's no fucking way they're wrapping this up next week. So something,
1: be- something becomes very clear to me as you say this. So we are running yeah. right hot into Thanksgiving. We are going yeah. to need to make. A says who episode for people yep. to listen to just like maybe it's a town watch or maybe it's just like a, it's like just some reassuring words. It's not even going to be like a, a new, like a news related one. It's just us telling you you're not crazy. Yeah. Take a deep breath to walk away. <laughs> You can listen to it in the bathroom. It'll be like a little again a little meditation, like maybe just 10 minutes of something that you can just listen to and be like, "Hey, we're right here. We're your friends. You got this. We know <laughs> we've been there."
0: Oh I,
1: god. Dan Dan, I need to talk to you about a coping thing right now. Why you need to I need you to be my therapist. Why? Why do I right. care that like I like I I, I know People, but a lot of them are like people I don't fucking care about, just don't really know from Facebook. Because, like people, usually people I went to high school with or am in some way connected to that are Trump defenders. And I've disconnected most of them. I only keep the ones that are not, don't really talk about it, but I know that they are. And my anger, the anger I feel, the constant anger that has no direction. I need to make my anger into a useful tool. I need to take the little energy channel, put it in a wire and connect it to something helpful. Right. Why, where, what I'm, am I just, a? am from Philadelphia, which is a lot of what is wrong with me. I mean, in terms of just background and just personality Our, our, you know, we are the city that throws batteries when provoked. So, or even just when we see Santa. So like, We're just like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just, we're just, Dan, help me. What? Just help me. What do I do? Help me. Am I a bad person?
0: Oh, gosh, no. You are a great person. So I think, okay, so there are a couple of things there. So thing one, the reason why you can't fully disconnect from people that you feel like are sort of caught up in the throes of this is because Watching people get gaslit is painful. Right? Like it is hard because like one of the things that is remarkable about right now is the way to that people defend Trump and his actions is simply to remove what the actions are so that all you're doing is defending Trump. And this has been true since the first word came out that the FBI was investigating the campaign, right? That in order to defend what was actually the Federal Bureau of Investigations getting word that a presidential campaign was potentially getting help from the Russian government, that is something you investigate. The only way to defend against that is to remove that and simply say, the Federal Bureau of Investigation should not be investigating a presidential candidate. Right. Without touching there. And that's sort of where we have been since. And watching people fall for that, watching that happen is hard and it is painful, especially if it is people that we we care about. So I think that's thing one.
1: Wait, it's like someone has taken a shit on the floor and we all point and say, You've taken a shit on the floor. And then they've come over and they've put a clear plastic box over it.
0: Yeah. And then they go, well, that's not shit. That's a plastic box. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) The other thing is that anger isn't all terrible. That would be the other side of it, I would say. You know, like the the famous line from the Avengers where Bruce Banner says, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry.
1: That's what and I then feel he turns like into the
0: Hulk. That's, that's how, how I, I have felt my whole fucking life. Maureen.
1: Yeah. Well, me so, too. I
0: guess that's why the, what, yeah. I
1: guess that's how, why the two of us ended up making this and why we are the way we are.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, I, 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 uh this is another divergence, but last night uh I was cooking and, um, I was listening to the very first Elvis Costello record, which uh, I listened to basically nonstop my freshman year of high school. I learned, and I have not listened to it in a very long time. I realized last night that I know literally every word to that entire record. And that record, and, and what struck me hearing it for the first time in, a, in quite a while, was just how every fucking song on that record is about how mad he is. You know? And I realized, like, Jesus, that's why I loved this record so much. Which album is that? My Aim is True.
1: Is Oliver's Army on that?
0: No. That's, um... I think that's Get Happy? I'm not sure. Or the one with the elephant on the front. Uh, It's My Aim is True. It's I'm Not Angry. Uh, Armed Forces. Allison... Yes, they're the yes. Um you know, and so the second thing that struck me is wow, that is a fucking misogynist record. <laughs> it's mm. Insane how misogynist that record is. Uh most of his anger is directed towards women, which is not great. Um but uh Welcome to but All you, of Rock. Yeah, basically. Um But it Except just for that it helped by women. me to Yeah. It helped me to understand, like, oh, right, this feeling of oh, right now. Me. Hold on. And
1: The Clash. What am I doing? Just putting Joe Strummer in with all of that. Thank you, Joe Strummer. <laughs> Joe Strummer, always representing for women. It's true.
0: He's a good one. Lover's He's a Rock? Good one. I mean,
1: come on. That's a progressive song. Joe Strummer always knew what was up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, point being, Maureen, that feeling of anger is is real but it is also constructive at least that's the working theory that i've had for the last 45 almost 45 years maureen my birthday is on thursday
1: oh i'm sorry dan we're gonna record on your birthday now
0: yeah we are we are this was a very long way of saying that says whovians there will be two episodes says who this week this one uh, before impeachment hearings and then on Thursday after the first set town watch, you will get a third episode of says who, uh, that'll come out on Friday. That is, uh, special for you. Maureen Johnson talking about Watergate until her dog shits the floor.
1: Okay. Yes. That's yes. All right. Yes. Look, Dan, something else wonderful happened this week. Yeah. I need to talk to you about this. I I would love to. To talk to you about this. So, news has come out that, Ted, even in saying this, I got such a flutter in my throat that I almost couldn't talk for a second.
0: (laughs) I heard that.
1: Yeah. Rudy Giuliani is is thinking about start. (laughs) Even saying it out loud is so, I can't. Rudy Giuliani is thinking about starting an impeachment podcast.
0: Yes, he is. Dan. Do you think he'd do it with us?
1: I, I don't think it's out of the question, Dan, because he'll apparently he'll fuck around with just about anybody. He, which is part of what I'm about we to tell you. need to get you. that
0: phone number.
1: Oh, it, you've got to know. We, we definitely know at least one of the person that has this
0: number. I Let's bet you number. I know a half dozen people at a minimum that have his phone number.
1: Dan, please try.
0: Because we could just pitch him.
1: Dan, just please try. Like There's no harm in like, <laughs> You have enough connections to get this phone number. It's not hard. I do. But now. I probably I'm, do. And to show you how easy it is, I'm going to read for you. And I'm going to read a lot of this article directly. So I want to credit it. This is in Salon. This is an article by Roger Sollenberger. You can follow him on Twitter. You, follow him, you know he's. This article is great. It's. Called, I'm excited because
0: I have not read this article.
1: Oh, Dan, get ready.
0: <laughs> I am ready. My body is ready.
1: The article is called "Who Is Rudy Giuliani's Friend Charles?" An accidental task text may have outed his identity. Again, oh no. You didn't hear about this, Dan? Dan, (laughs) No, I mean,
0: Charles is the person that uh, he's speaking to on the voicemail that he left on a different reporters. Oh, my goodness.
1: Sit back as I read this to you. I'm ready. At the end of September, a journalist friend gave me Rudy Giuliani's phone number. When I called, he picked up on the second ring and promptly divulged previously unreported details about his collaboration with State Department officials on a quid pro quo this summer. Those conversations helped inform a report I filed with BuzzFeed, which was corroborated the next day in testimony and text messages from former special envoy to Ukraine, Kurt Volker. Giuliani forgot my name almost immediately, but we kept in touch. Truth is, I enjoy speaking with him. Two days after publication, on the evening he attended a Yankees playoff game with Alan Dershowitz, Dershowitz, Giuliani. President Trump's 75-year-old informal cybersecurity advisor, accidentally...
0: You know it's always going to be good when he gets that title.
1: Accidentally texted me what appeared to be a password. Eight characters beginning with the name of a networking company and including a capital letter, a special character, and a number. Multiple (laughs) IT experts confirmed it could be nothing else given the iPhone's messaging setup Impossible to type with your butt or in any other unwitting way. After an (laughs) internal ethical debate, I alerted him. He replied, oh, that was just a butt dial, but thanked me, punctuated with a smiley face emoji. (laughs) Giuliani runs a global cybersecurity firm, but his technological gaps have become legendary. After texting me the password, an NBC report revealed he'd at the same time butt-dialed a journalist and accidentally left a voicemail documenting his discussion with an associate about how to get cash. You know, Giuliani says at the beginning of the recording, Charles would have a hard time with a fraud case because he didn't do any due diligence. At the time, it was unclear who Charles was, but I might have found him. And I found him, through all things, In Giuliani's attempt to straighten up his media act. Again, this is a salon article I'm reading. You should read it and follow the author because it's great. That's because in late September, Giuliani hired a communications director. The new hire, 20 year old Liberty University online communications major, Christiane Allen, is currently the most solid connection between the work the president's private attorney was doing in Ukraine an ongoing federal investigation into two of his clients and a Long Island personal injury lawyer who, for reasons still unclear reportedly paid Giuliani $500,000 in two lump sum loans on behalf of a scam business in the fall of
0: 2018. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Just back up one second. Sure. A 20 year old Liberty university student
1: a 20-year-old Liberty University online communications major.
0: (laughs) Okay, but like, not graduate. you're 20, you're still in school.
1: Oh, we're getting into it, Dan. And so, as I thumbed through an Instagram account, I found myself wondering why in the world Rudy Giuliani hired this woman who can't help but document everything she does, everywhere she goes, sowing circumstantial evidence across the internet that could impact impeachment proceedings against the United States. A few weeks into my conversations with Giuliani, I got a call from a Tidewater Area Virginia number. A polite young woman told me I'd been calling Rudy on an office line and she wanted to know my name and affiliation. I told her, then looked her up, Christiana Allen. The The connections between Allen and Giuliani first struck me as superficial. Why did Giuliani, a former U.S. attorney and mayor of New York City, the president's personal lawyer and an untamed media presence, to put it charitably, hire a wildly unqualified pseudo-evangelical Turning Point USA social media personality to clean up his comms operations?
0: Seems like a legitimate question.
1: The first red flag was Ellen's experience. She styles herself as a jet-setting, gun-porning, right-wing Instagram influencer. Her online bios say... That Sorry, my window refreshed. Her online bio say she was a spokeswoman for the 2016 Trump campaign. But in reality, she was a teenage intern with a thin record of spokesman woman. Mm-hmm. Allen also did social media for the 2008 congressional campaign of far right Republican long shot Tim Donnelly, founder of Wait, the California. Wait, 2008? Min- teen. two thousand eighteen oh,
0: okay. I was going to be like, she was nine.
1: Okay. Sorry of the California Minutemen Party, who didn't even come close to winning the GOP vote. She volunteered for Virginia Women for Trump, and her bios say she now serves on the finance committee for the Trump Victory Committee. Allen's LinkedIn omits her work on the Donnelly campaign. But her LinkedIn plays as an anomaly. A 2016 summer internship, Allen landed at a Long Island personal injury firm a long way from her rural Virginia home. That personal injury firm is, sorry, this page keeps refreshing itself, is, I can't pronounce, it's an Italian last name, cardicio It's got two C's in it, which is always hard for me to pronounce. T- yeah. g- g-
0: g- cardicio that, that sounds gui, right.
1: Gui cardicio okay, thank you. Law, headed by Charles Guicardiccio. I'm going to have to say this 5,000 times. Charles. Last week, last week, Giuliani and Charles Confirmed to the New York Times that Charles gave $500,000 to the former mayor through Giuliani's firm, Giuliani Partners, in two payments in September and October 2018. According to Charles's lawyer, the payments went to Giuliani on behalf of Fraud Guarantee, a company co-managed by Giuliani's clients. Lev
0: and Igor.
1: Lev and Igor. Their work with Fraud Guarantee, whose mission statement is to help their... (coughs) I ran out of throat. Reduce and mitigate fraud, help earn them a federal indictment last month. Charles's lawyer told The Times, God damn it, stop refreshing, Paige, that the loans they were learned convertible into equity in the company. As The Times pointed out, though, fraud guarantee doesn't seem to have any clients or customers. And it's unclear why someone in Charles's position, an experienced lawyer, <coughs> would invest half a million dollars in such a company. Pure, per Charles's lawyer, he did so because Giuliani was involved. And Giuliani was, quote, the first name in cybersecurity. In conversation, (laughs) uh, Stephen Lamanja, a lawyer who represents... I know
0: personally at least a dozen people that would be more the first name of cybersecurity than Rudy Giuliani.
1: Is one of them your four-year-old son?
0: (laughs) Basically, yes.
1: So this just starts to... It goes more and more into the connection between this it it really goes into depth um, and it's uh wow. fairly magical there's a lot more article here
0: um man and, I am following the exploits of Lev Parnas and Igor a lot and mm-hmm. I did that one did not cross my radar
1: so I've only told you the sort of beginning of this story so this this really oh, goes no. on but this is the case for why this is Charles and it and it makes sense when you see it. Like, he really goes through in detail. So, because Giuliani forwarded him a password, he was able to make these connections. Noted cybersecurity expert Rudy Giuliani. So, this is the man who may start an impeachment podcast. Can you imagine the the crazy shit he's going to lay down every day, Dan?
0: Can your brain even <laughs> take in the wonder... Well, there's also the whole like dude, you are like a central character in all of this. Mm-hmm. How much self incrimination are you in for? Like, yeah, they he had... can't comment on this without putting himself in the mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but more so, I think about um when we have had guests, it is often a technical nightmare to get everyone's stuff working. I think his podcast would be 90% just him talking into the wrong side of a mic and ending up with all the levels wrong. It would be all like tinny and then suddenly all bassy. And then he would suddenly think it stopped recording for a while and he'd be like, well, What stopped? Oh, oh, I, oh, I guess it's still going. It would be like 40 minutes of that I think every it's- day.
1: I think it's 40 minutes of he thinks he recorded, but they didn't. And then he actually hits record when he's done.
0: Yes. And then we just get
1: 40 minutes of his conversation.
0: We have done that before. There have been one or two times where I go to hit stop recording and I realize I never hit it. Dan, it. And we aren't Rudy Giuliani.
1: If this happens. If this happens. I may have some sort of joy aneurysm, like a a mixture of joy and shock. Maureen Johnson.
0: What? I think it's a big if, if it happens. And I'm willing to put a big, I'm willing to put a big thing down if it does.
1: Listen, Dan, I got it. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. I have a plan.
0: I've got this. I bet we have the same plan. Go. You get that phone number.
1: You text him. And say you produce podcasts, because you do, and offer him our help.
0: <laughs> that was not my plan, but I like it. Dan. My plan was if he does a podcast, we start a second podcast that is simply a episode summary podcast of Rudy Giuliani's podcast. Oh, we do both. <laughs> we do
1: both of these. <laughs> Dan. You've got to get this phone number. It's like,
0: it's like the TV shows that make their own podcast about the TV show. We produce his show yes. and we do the after show.
1: Yes. Dan, uh, I don't I like I, it. I think it's a long shot, but what's amazing is I don't think it's an impossibility. I genuinely don't. If you get his phone number and legitimately say, I am a journalist, I will help you produce your pod. That's all true. Like none of that's. There's absolutely no double deal. It's all just literally true, and we literally will.
0: Oh my god,
1: Dan, you did impeachment. look with that. Look, you uh, could just say I produce impeachment. I I am more than willing, and I I do. I'm a Chicago-based media journalist. Uh, first, Dan, get the fucking phone number this morning. I god. swear to God, Dan, I'm gonna I'm gonna die. We can get it. <laughs> We could. Dan, do it.
0: Oh, God, Dan. we could.
1: <coughs> Dan, I'm dying. Dan, you've got to do this. Dan, oh,
0: my word. Oh, my God.
1: You've got to promise me you'll try. I'll try. I'll give you anything you want. I'll to.
0: try. Wow. Give,
1: I'll give you anything you want. <laughs> I
0: trip will to Disney World. I
1: will. Okay. At Disney, I will get you. What do you want to just see?
0: I don't know. I just got back. We just got our photos from that trip. Uh, uh, it was so fun. You're good. It was so fun.
1: Promise Elvis, Sylvia, you will at least try to get this.
0: (laughs) I'm going to try. I will try. Okay. I will try to get the phone number. I'm a little scared. Can you hear it in my voice? I'm a little scared. But Maureen, what I'm scared about is that he'll say yes. I know. Because this is a dude that does not do a lot of check-in on who he's working with, I think.
1: This is a guy that formed a company called Fraud Guarantee. Dan!
0: Technically, he didn't form Fraud Guarantee. He works for Fraud Guarantee.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Fair. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Maureen Johnson! Oh, my word. This week... It's gonna end me, Maureen.
1: <laughs> I hope it you don't. Is, I don't. You have. A, I hope you don't have a lot of other things going on this week.
0: I have a lot of things going okay. on this week. All right, including my birthday. You're gonna have to cancel those things, including your birthday. Yeah, my birthday is essentially canceled at this point. There's a there's a college thing at the high school that night, and today I was like, you know what? Let's just basically celebrate my birthday over the weekend. Because there is a lot. There is a lot going on. There is a lot going on, and says whovians. That means there's going to be a lot of says who this week. This is the first of two episodes that will be showing up in your regular podcast feed. We will have an impeachment hearing special coming out for all people this Thursday later in the day. We'll record it in the morning. We'll put it out probably in the early afternoon. And then if you are a Town Watch subscriber, watch your Town Watch feed. That is people that are that are at the $5 and up level on Patreon because there will be a special Town Watch episode all about Watergate coming to you on Friday.
1: Dan, you're going yeah. to give us an update. About asking for that phone number.
0: All right, I will. I'm. I will. I'm counting, will. You. I'm counting I'm gonna, on you. I've got. I've got some connects. I'm trying to figure out which ones I want to, I want to burn, and which ones I don't.
1: I. Hey, are you really burning? Eh,
0: maybe. Maybe not. All right. I, I. 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 Like I said, I bet you I know s- at least six people solidly that have that number. So I have a i i, I want to pick and choose. Have to think a little bit uh where we're at. But um all right. but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I might I think I might get a burner phone number though. Oh <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I don't know that I want to use my actual phone number for this one. Oh,
1: and Dan, that's all covered in says who funds. Like that is what the <laughs> patron is for. <laughs> if you get that we number cover
0: burner phones.
1: Oh, Dan. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Our patrons are paying for your burner phone to text Rudy Giuliani to help him set up his goddamn podcast.
0: Oh, my word. Oh, my word. And then
1: word. he can butt dial you and you can get extra recordings.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel genuinely uncomfortable right now, but. It'll be fine. I know what I have to do. You, Dan? It probably won't be fine.
1: He At the worst, he won't uh, reply.
0: Oh, he won't reply. <laughs> what part of everyone's interactions with Rudy Giuliani over the last month makes you think he won't reply? Maybe he's learned. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. People do. <laughs> uh Speaking of Patreon, at Patreon.com slash says who... You can help support this whole thing, this shenanigan, and all the other shenanigans of says who, as well as the general uh, setup for it. It's starting at just a buck where you get access to some blog stuff, two bucks, you get stickers, five bucks, that's the real one, where you get access to the town watch, where this week you will get m- more more says who than you can handle $10 a month. You get a pin of wedgie, the wedge salad mascot of says who via. And there are now bonus gifts for lengthier support. If you support at the $10 a month level for four months, we are commissioning a map of says who and Maureen Johnson, just prior to recording today, we finalized details for the artist.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really re- excited. It's a really good artist. Um, and so because of your funding, we were able to hire an artist and pay her properly to make a really beautiful map. And also buy Dan a goddamn burner phone to text Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> anyway, patreon.com slash says this is becoming incredibly magical. And I am so excited.
0: Oh, my God. Dan, also one more oh thing. Oh, my God. One more thing. Yeah.
1: Can I have my sticker?
0: Oh, yeah, I need to get that. Yeah, I actually, I'm going to the post office today. I will get sticker in the mail to you today, I promise, Do you... because I have, a, I have a mailing of international Sazhouvian things that are go out, so I have to take those to the post office proper. Would,
1: would it make you feel more comfortable the... if I bought the burner phone with cash and mailed it to you so you don't even have that kind of connection?
0: <laughs> Better no I can handle it I'm gonna look into there might there might be options for simply being able to send texts without even having a phone so I'm gonna look into some I'm gonna look into some options here oh, yeah, I could totally do that way alright <laughs> anyway point being our theme music is performed by Ted Leo our logo is designed by Darth they both have both of those ba- are fine human and red pandas with
1: bags of burner respectively. phones
0: <laughs> Both Darth, of them. Dark cave
1: is just full of, full of burner phones.
0: You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at Hey, that is H E Y at says who You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard, Maureen Johnson. We didn't even discuss says who you yet says who you, our initiative For taking a little time away from the news and away from screens and stealing a little bit of time for you is massive over on the Facebook group. And Maureen Johnson, I just need to gloat a little because I started a movement. Oh, There are multiple people making yogurt now as part of their says-who-you. My yogurt-making stories of yogurt have inspired others, Maureen to make yogurt of their own over on says that's, who you that's
1: beautiful
0: it is beautiful i i i eat delicious homemade yogurt every day now thanks to says who you and you know what else people did you know what else people did this weekend what? they got cozy under blankets they cuddled up with their pets and they watched let it snow maureen
1: oh thank you guys Hope you enjoyed the
0: it. Says who? Facebook is filled with people making hot chocolate and watching. We made waffles, and then um, we watched. It did was you, great. Did you it enjoy? Was great. It? It's pretty funny, isn't it? We loved it. All three of us, me and Janice and the fourteen year old, we all loved it. It was great. Yeah, it, has it a, was funny. It, has it a lot was of funny sweet. Moments, yeah, yeah I liked it. Doesn't it? I liked it a lot maureen johnson's movie let it snow out now on netflix if you need a good heartwarming team holiday thing that's funny and great and diverse and awesome check it out it's got a good chase scene and in it. and in just 10 days you can join maureen in miami yep florida for the miami book fair
1: I just, yeah, I just realized I was like, oh, I'm going to Miami next week, aren't I?
0: Yeah, you are. I don't know what you going are, with. just like Will Smith. Again. Anyway, spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For real, it helps. People are leaving reviews and we love it. Thank you so much. You can join us this Thursday afternoon. For another episode of Says Who, a special uh, post impeachment hearing episode, and then next week, November twentieth, for our next regular scheduled episode. And we'll there's find- a lot of Says Who, Maureen. And
1: we'll find out if Dan texts Rudy Giuliani or not.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I just need to. I just need to lock down my shit a little bit All before right. I do that.
1: Oh, Dan. Dan, you might even do it today. Dan, what if you do it today? Oh my god, Dan!
0: I don't know that I'm going to do it today. You should see my to-do list today.
1: Oh, please, like you're busy.
0: Have I told you that our four-year-old calls a to-do list a do list, and I love it. That's actually my my now my my better He's version. Right. He's right. It's not a to-do. It's just a do list. Do. It's my do list. Every now and then he has he sits down and makes a do list.
1: Oh, oh, god. Yeah. He's pretty He's cute. cute one. That little guy is cute.
0: He's very cute. He's adorable. He is I've cute. seen him
1: and I've done a little dance with him. So I know.
0: It's good. It's good. Look at that. All right. It has been another hour. We've got a plan.
1: We'll see you again from on From my Thursday. basement
0: in Chicago. From the. Oh, we're just going. We're from... just talking over each other.
1: Oh, I'm excited. I'm so That's excited. That's how it
0: works. You are. It's okay. This is good radio. This is why we should be producing Rudy Giuliani's podcast. This is what it would sound like, Maureen. It would be a lot of this. Okay, so uh, how am I supposed to talk again? Where do I... What do I talk into? What part... Where do you... Are you... Do you hear... Where am I supposed to... Ta- what am I supposed to be talking into? Where am I gonna... <laughs> Hello, this is... Is this right? Am I in the mic now? This is this... Rudy's impeachment cast with Rudy, your host, Rudy Giuliani. I'm going to die.
1: I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> well, in impeachment hearings, we found that there was another lying in <laughs> Mr. Fake Giuliani, Mr. Giuliani, sir. Yes. Yes. Can you, that, Mr. Giuliani? Can you move back a little? Yes, bit from the right? mic
1: Move back from the microphone, please. Oh, yes, sure, I can. Is that good? Is, that, is it good now? Mr. Giuliani, can you come can a little closer? Me?
0: Yeah. What? Oh, sure. I guess. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay how is
0: that? Is that good? <laughs> it's like a
1: middle. There's a middle in there, Mr. Giuliani. Is there? Is
0: there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you mean, Mr. Giuliani,
1: have you? I turned... think this is okay. Have you turned your phone off, sir? Sir,
0: oh, no, I'm not getting a text right now.
1: Oh, just don't, please don't, please don't answer this, Mr. Oh. Mr. Giuliani. Charles,
0: I'm doing,
1: I'm recording a
0: podcast right now, Charles. Mr.
1: Giuliani, please don't read your text on the podcast.
0: This just says, Rudy, it's... can you give me your password? Yes, Mr. Giuliani, please don't say your it's password on the podcast. NYC, no, sixty-nine. Oh God, the oh, mayor. Oh, number one,
1: Dan. I have another idea for you. I just had it. What? Mayor Giuliani, the Twitter account.
0: No, that's old. That's old news. Man, can I tell you, Maureen? I have a little fuzzy thing on my mic. And oh, my mouth is full of little mic fuzz hairs. We Sounds should, gross. We should, go. we should go. From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. From Rudy Giuliani's house, I'm Maureen Johnson. <laughs> this has been Says Who. My God! Do we get a burner <laughs> uh, It right. makes me really nervous. You'd be fine. I don't know why. I don't even know why. Why? Well, I guess I do know why. I read about these fuckers every day.
1: Yeah, but honestly, Dan,
0: they're not bright guys.
1: Mm, things just got out of hand. <laughs>